VoiceAmerica.com. Eddie George Talk Radio. Good afternoon, and welcome to Radio by George with your host, NFL superstar, Eddie George. For the next hour, Eddie and his guests will enlighten, empower, and entertain you. Now here's the man of the hour, Eddie George. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Radio by George. That's right, this is live. I'm Eddie George, your great host. And you're listening to the greatest show at this hour on Voice America, Voice Radio by George. Welcome back. I know I've been off for quite some time for the last couple of weeks, but hey, brother got to pay the bills some way somehow. You know, typically, you know, during this time, the first 15 minutes, I uh, tell everybody what I've been doing the last few weeks. And, you know, as usual, I'm doing a lot. Um what's new in the books and what I want people to put down in their daily planners, on their calendar. I need your support. I will be on the Big Ten Network starting March the 13th, a show hosting a show called The Quad, where we bring in great Big Ten legends of the past, present, and we talk about unconventional things that they are going on in their lives, their some of their stories, how they got recruited, uh, what it was like to go to a certain school in the Big Ten, or how they handled adversity, and how did they know they want to make it. I mean, just really taking them on the deep uh, stories, giving them great insight, our viewers great insight on some of the things that may have happened during their time in their playing career. And it's going to happen on the uh, 14th of March. So check that out when it comes out pretty soon. Uh, today I have a special guest coming on the show. Um, she is a, a great woman, um, a lovely person, lovely human being. Uh, I consider her my best friend in the whole wide world, sometimes when she doesn't get on my nerves. Um, she's going to come on and we're going to talk about a slew of issues, uh, ranging from you know guys in the NFL on fishing trips uh, to relationships, uh, she's writing a book now. Um, hopefully, she'll be calling in anytime soon so she can come on with me. But uh, we'll see. And it, it is my wife. She'll be on with us shortly. But, you know, these guys, I just want to talk about these guys in the NFL. I feel really bad for them. In case you don't know, these young men uh, went on this fishing trip just off the Gulf Coast down in Florida. And. They are missing, or they found one, a survivor, but they can't find the other three guys on the boat. And uh, it's a, a very serious issue right now. I feel really bad for their families. And, uh, you know, it's, that's tough, man. And I, Apparently they had a boat um, that was unsinkable, but it could capsize at any moment. So it's been... It's, it's it's a tough day, and I, and I hope to God, and I pray that they're uh, still out there and, and they're surviving. So hopefully they'll they'll be okay. Um, today we're going to talk about entertainment, and obviously you know the hottest thing in the news today is, is the Chris Brown situation. 
after that uh, that huge blow up a few weeks ago between he and Rihanna. Apparently, I guess they're making amends and they're going to continue their relationship. And uh, you know, uh, someone that that I know knows a lot about this topic. They lived through it. Um, they, she had a situation with her former boyfriend before me uh, <laughs> dealing with the situation. It's my wife, Tamara George. Tamara George, welcome to <laughs> Radio by George. Hi, honey. What's up? You know, you know you don't own this show, right? I'm sorry? You know you don't own this show because it's my show. Okay. So you don't have Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> don't welcome have to commit show, domestic baby. violence on you. <laughs> See, that's not funny. That's a very serious issue. You want to crack jokes about that. It funny. is. It is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, let's get into this thing a little bit, babe. You know, okay. we were I think we were talking about this a few nights ago. Uh, downstairs watching television, and you tend you want to hear both sides of the, of the story. What, just, I do. Yeah, talk about that a little bit. The reason I say I want to hear both sides of the story is because of their age. Not saying that young people can't be victims of domestic violence, but here you have two very, very um, large celebrities. They're they're very well known celebrities. So no matter what they do. It's going to be escalated. She can pick up some uh, trash off the ground and stick it in her pocket, and all of a sudden she'll become this dirty hoarder who who likes stuff off the ground when she can possibly just be taking it someplace to throw it in a, in a garbage can somewhere else. Um, you don't. We don't know what happened. No one knows what happened. Uh, we don't know if uh, if it wasn't as severe as it seemed. And from the pictures, it just it just totally creates this rampant maniac who just went crazy on, on this poor girl and beat the crap out of her. But you know but what the pictures are. Oof. They're horrific. They're horrific. They're and that's what bothers me is because that's the only thing you have to go by. No one's heard her side of the story. No one's heard his side of the story. And me, speaking from a person who was a victim of domestic violence with a boyfriend at the age of 19, there's two sides of the story. Now, I, I do say that definitely they both need to sit down and have counseling. I really believe that the only way to get to the bottom of this whole situation is to have both Rihanna and Chris Brown um, sit down with a mediator, their parents, and some kind of psycho- psychological uh, person, some kind of therapist who can work out the issues that they're having because it's clearly behind-the-scenes issues that no one knows about. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think he's guilty? I don't know. Do I think she's crazy because apparently right now she's gone back to him? I don't know because I don't have all the information, but what but, I but, can tell you. Is that, do you find that uh, typical for a woman to be in a abusive relationship and going back to their significant other? I totally, totally, um, I definitely don't think that is not typical. It's more typical than not. Why? Why is that? Why? 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 Why is that? Why does it happen? Well, I can tell you this. In my situation, I felt trapped because I had no family and no friends, and I felt like if I left him, I'd be out on the street with nowhere to go. And even if I did try to go to someone else's house, it was only temporary. But I felt like with him, regardless of what I had to put up with, it was a permanent situation that at least, um, in in spite of the fact that he's hitting on me, I could count on it. And uh, I can definitely see a young couple like them thinking they weren't expecting this whole situation to blow up as large as it did. I mean, who knew that it would be the topic of topics for the next three weeks after it happened? And 
I'm sure that the fight that they had was not nearly as large as what people are thinking. So in their minds, they're thinking, we're going to blow this over and just get back together. And, you know, it, it wasn't meant to be the way it was. You know I didn't mean it. You know you didn't mean it. It's okay. It's all good, you know. <laughs> I can definitely see them getting back together. I mean, I just really felt like the media ran with a situation that would definitely be resolved between two kids. I mean, she has a father and friends, and if her father sits on the, in the media and says he'll, he'll be willing to do whatever she wants to do, he'll stand behind her, clearly her dad has her best interests at heart. It wasn't as bad as people are making it seem. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know what, I think with... It, but, you know, because the media is so in, in, intertwined in this whole story, mm-hmm. you know, it's positioned that she is the victim, but looking at the pictures... You can see, yes, she is, but we don't know the whole story. Well, in the last few weeks since everything happened, it seems as if I've been watching movies that dealt with some kind of violence against women, and it it almost gives me a different perspective on how I would look at a situation like this. I was watching um, Footloose the other day while I was at the gym, and there was a scene where Lori Singer runs up to her boyfriend, and she slaps him. So he slapped her back. And when he slapped her, of course, she fell to the floor and hit the ground and her lip was busted. So she gets up, she grabs a stick, and she hits the, uh, breaks the window on his car, and uh, she's continuously hitting his car with this metal pipe. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's getting damaged to his car. He grabs her and he pushed her down again, and he held her hands. She got loose. She hit him. He hit her back. So... My question to a lot of women is, and men, I guess, or people who are, are watching the situation closely, I know that people say men are supposed to turn the other cheek where they're stronger, they're this, they're that more. At what point does a man protect himself? Yeah, That's the uh, question. I agree. I agree. At what point does that happen? I, I, I know that, you know, we have a son. You know, if we had a daughter, um, I would definitely say do not put your hands on a man Mm-hmm. Unless you're prepared to get hit back, exactly. You know I mean At some that? point, a man has Do to not put himself. your hands on a man because if you initiate it, he can go off, and, yes. and have you to have no way of winning. Search for somebody out there to to take him out of this world because he hit my baby. Right, right. You know, right. so so therefore, do not put your hands on another man unless you're willing to to have, be struck, struck back. Because not all men have self control. Right. Know, I, I know uh, the last woman or person or female that I hit was my my younger my older sister when I was younger, mm-hmm. and I just know based on my strength and and how I was getting older. I was thirteen at the time. Um, it hurt me to the core that I was able to do that. And I said after that situation, you know, I got got to a fight with my sister. I said I can never and will never hit another woman because I didn't know my own strength. And I know that I'm ten times, a hundred times stronger right. or powerful uh, now than I was back then. And right. If I, if I flip the script or flip my switch and were to hit you or somebody, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be nice. And well, definitely if you hit me because you know, oh, I know. I'm going to come back. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like for Chris Brown, because of his age, you know, people have to look at that and say he is a 19-year-old kid dealing with emotions right now for the first time in his life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's difficult to, to, to keep those things in check. 
And he's um, at the listen, center we're take a of everyone's break, attention. But listen, we're going to take a quick break. When we okay. come back, we're going to talk more about domestic violence. Please call in at any point in time at 866-472-5787, or you can IM me at radio by George at yahoo.com if you have any questions or stories you want to share. When we come back in a few minutes. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know what it takes to reach massive success? Do you know that if you change your thinking, you can change your life? The Development Connection with host Amy Himes will give you the keys to reach ultimate success. Each show will feature topics to help you reach personal, career, and business ownership success. And you'll learn how to enlarge your vision to move ahead in life and within your organization. The Development Connection with Amy Himes is live every Monday on Voice America at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific. Listen today and move forward tomorrow. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. That's right, you got the number. You have no excuses not to call in. Or you can IM me at radio by George at yahoo.com. And today we're talking with my wife, Tamara Johnson George, about domestic violence. She was a victim, she understands. And, babe, you know, right off air, we were talking about when women get hit. Why do they feel the need to go back, knowing that that's not a healthy situation? And I know in your situation, it was more about you didn't have a place to go. But sometimes you have women out there that they do have family members, they, they have shelters that they can go to to break away from the situation. Is it something that subconsciously that they want to hold on to that he will change, or, or is it something that, you know, psychologically that they feel like it's their fault that they deserve to be in that situation? I don't believe anyone believes that it's their fault that they're being hit. 
but women are very emotional and very caring. We're naturally, um, um, by birth, uh, caring, so we always feel like we can fix things. We can help it. If we love a little harder, if we, if we listen a little closer, if we bend down a little deeper, maybe we can help this person through this situation because they need us. And it's almost a warped situ- situation um, or way of thinking that we can save the world. When you can't save the world, the world has to want to save itself first, and then you can assist it on its way. But I, I, in my situation, like I said, I was worried about where I would go after, after uh, I left him. What, this was all that was like the epitome for me. It was, not, it was the best thing, and we shared a little room. So in my mind, for me, my expectations were so low that I thought that was as good as it got for me. Mm-hmm. I had to get out of that mind thought. And, and like I, I said, I tell people when I speak to different women at different shelters, I tell them, my first boyfriend physically abused me. My next boyfriend, I was so head dead set on him not physically abusing me, I allowed him to mentally abuse me. And I'm thinking, well, at least he's not hitting me. It's not so bad. I just need to help him get over how he sees me. I mean, he would tell me I was fat. I I went from 135 pounds to 123 because he thought I was fat, and I had to make sure he approved of how I looked. So I stopped eating. Because I wanted to save him, and I wanted to make him love me even more. And if I bent, he would bend. But, of course, that never happens. And it takes, I guess, to a point of where you just can't take it anymore or this is what you won't settle for anymore for you to come out of that, that pattern of thinking. I literally had to cry my ex-boyfriend out of my system for three days straight, literally. I mean, all day I stopped eating. I stopped watching TV. I wasn't on the phone. I just ride him out of my system and when I finally stopped crying I picked up the phone and told him that I was done and his response to me was are you sure you don't want this relationship and at that point I could tell him with the confidence and the will of of a strong woman that no I did not this is not the kind of relationship I want I've never seen him since then Mm, that's 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 deep man you know let, let me ask you do you feel like you've carried those same uh, feelings into your current situation or your current relationship now? With my husband? Yes. (laughs) You know what's so wonderful about my relationship with my husband is I don't have to think about those things. I don't have to worry about him ever touching me in a way that would degrade me. I don't have to ever worry about him treating me as if I was less than human, or I don't have to worry about having to compensate for him for what he's lacking. Because he's the best, right? Uh, he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you listen to Radio by George. That's right. If you want to chime in the conversation, want to add us some stories, I know domestic violence is definitely, um, it affects all of us in some form or fashion, whether it happens to you directly or indirectly through your family. Call in at 866-472-5787. That is the number on your screen. Or you can IM me like some people have are doing now. And I want to share one. Uh, with us, with you, Tamara, um, mm-hmm. says that no one really understands the long-term effects once you make that call for the man and the woman. Uh, she says that I have lost my daughter because someone who did not know the facts placed a call to Children's Services. They are young, talking about Chris and Rihanna, they are young, but you would think they would know better. You know? Right. And, and that's the thing, you know, you don't know until you're in that situation. And I, I know that when I was younger, uh, right around Eric's age, three or four years old, um, right around Christmas time, I saw my mom's eye black and blue and bloodshot. Mm-hmm. And 
And I asked my mom, I said, Mom, what happened to your eye? She said, I hit it on the bureau. And at that age, I said, that doesn't make sense. I said, how did you hit your eye on the bureau? You know, I just, it just didn't work. And, and deep in my heart, when I was that young, I said, I hope my dad didn't hit my mom. But we would hear them fight, and it just sets off a, a, a horrific energy in the house and in your in your body because you just don't know. It's so unstable, and you tend to, sh- to close in as children. Mm-hmm. You know, and in this situation, you know, as far as Rihanna and Chris Brown, no children were involved. But right. if if it may, and if Chris was in that type of environment as a as a youth, and that's all that he knows. Maybe he needs to seek counseling. Maybe instead of everyone jumping on his back and saying how terrible he is, his career is over, maybe you need to look at this as an opportunity to embrace this young man and say, mm-hmm. okay, what are the deeper issues here? Right. You know, because if that's all that you know and you see how you treat women as a child and you grow up and he still is a child and he's in the moment, you know, I don't know how, he, if that's, that was the first time he may have gotten slapped by a woman and, constantly beat up and he didn't know how to respond he just snapped i mean really you know i i just don't know um if you can people can condemn him the way that they are right now I right think this is right. Could be an opportunity for this to happen right you know another thing that i can honestly say is when i was younger i grew up with three boys i was a very very big tomboy i'm still rough you know we wrestle all the time and I hit very hard for a girl. I mean, I pack a punch, and I'm, I'm not afraid to say that. I mean, it, it works when I'm in a fight with a girl, but if I'm hitting a guy, I'm definitely stinging them. And I can recall a time when I was playing with uh, Samari Roll. We were uh, wrestling, not wrestling, but I was kind of arm wrestling with him. Um, we were somewhere, I can't remember exactly where, but I was arm wrestling with him, and then we started shadow boxing. But accidentally, I caught him in the face, and I mean, I hit him hard. His eye watered, and I'm sure in his mind, he was thinking, ooh, if this wasn't my homeboy's girlfriend, I would have laid her out right now, <laughs> but he didn't He didn't retaliate toward me. He was just like, okay, you know, you're getting a little rough, and that hurt, and I felt bad because I can definitely tell that I crossed the line at yeah, some point. Yeah, yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, well, yeah, well. you know, I hit hard, but the thing is, that's what my question to you is, at what point does a... God defend himself when a woman who he knows he can clearly beat uh, is hitting on him. At what point does the guy say, okay, look, I'm being hurt now. Who's going to protect me at this point? You know, men are supposed to be the the protectors of strong ones, so if someone comes at them, they're bred and born to defend themselves. Yeah, well, the thing is, you've got to think rationally. You can't think, be so in the moment that you just lose all self-control. Okay, and now I, I know, I know in situations when before you girls would be, get upset with me, I was accused of things, I get slapped on, and I say, okay, <laughs> <laughs> make sure, you know, you hit me again, and I, I come back, that's it, you know. Uh-huh. But me know, knowing me, I walked away from the situation. Right, right. You know, I, I would leave, I would just leave the house, I would leave the vicinity, I said, look, okay, you're not going to put your hands on me. My mom don't even hit me right now, so you have no right to touch me at this point in time. Mm-hmm. So, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and go. I don't want this thing to get ugly because they're going to come lock me up. Right. <laughs> you know, and my name is in the paper. Right. And and that's the thing. You know, um, I have another email here, or, or I am, mm-hmm. and this person is asking, my question is why do men feel they can do it? 
And, you know, I, that's something I don't know. I think because some men were brought up in an environment where it was okay to do that, to put a woman in their place, so to speak. Um, I think it has a lot to do with insecurities within a man. He's fighting his, his, own, his own self, you know. Right, right. And, and he has no other outlet but his wife or, or his significant other to unleash it on. Mm-hmm. You know, like for us, in our, in our situation, you know, growing up living in the same house, you know, when some things outside bother me, um, my attitude will come out directly to you, and it may not consciously go there with you, but you feel that vibe. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And I guess for men, you know, I, they want to lash out on the woman and hit on them because they're frustrated with some other issues. They could go way back to childhood and not even realize it. Right, right. You know, so at that point, you know, if a man feels like he needs to hit a woman, he definitely needs to seek counseling. He, he really does. And I, and I would recommend that um, for, for anybody that, uh, that can, that, that, uh, that's seeking to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I definitely think that both of them should probably seek some kind of counseling. Him for committing the attack and her for accepting it. And uh, I, I say that she accepts it because you haven't heard from her yet. If this, um, this situation was so volatile to the point where she's fearing for her life, why hasn't she spoken out on this situation and, and given it the cutoff? Let it go. But she's back. So apparently... There's a couple of things. It wasn't as severe as everyone thinks, or it was so bad, but she doesn't think that he's at fault, which is, of course, in itself a problem. And the, the youth aspect of it, they're young and already going through things like this. Something, something needs to be addressed before it grows into a bigger, larger situation than what it is. And right now it's gigantic. Mm-hmm. Well, we have another IM from uh, Miss Fish. She says, there is not a global response. But in this situation, quote uh, Rihanna and Chris Brown, the natural public response is to work backwards from the end result of her bruises back to what might have instigated the situation. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, I, I don't know, again, if, if it were my daughter, I, I, would, say, I would tell Rihanna, if, if you love me, and I'm her dad talking, mm-hmm. don't go back to him. Because if you go back to him, I could end up in prison. Right, you sending daddy to jail. You know, you're going to send your father to prison because <laughs> there's no way, you know, she's not my daughter. Looking at those pictures on the internet, I yeah. was upset. I, right. was, I was a little disturbed by those pictures as well yeah. because it looked as if he just, they wanted, they couldn't have been in a car. They had to have been standing outside with his one hand around her neck and the other one just punching her because yeah. she looked brutal. Just, just it was terrible. All right, baby. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back at the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk more domestic violence. Please call in and share your stories. You got the number. You heard it. You know how to reach me. You have no excuses. Don't be afraid to call in. You might change somebody's life. When we come back in two minutes. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! 
If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. This is Rebecca Mathias, President of Motherhood Maternity. Did you know that in America today, one in eight babies is born prematurely and more newborns die from premature birth than any other cause? Well, solutions are within our grasp. Together with the March of Dimes, we can find the causes of premature birth. It's time for us to do more to help moms have healthy, full-term babies. Join the March of Dimes and moms across America. Sign the petition for preemies at marchofdimes.com slash petition. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. You're joining me with my... Better half, Tamara Johnson-George, mm-hmm. also known as Taj, and the mean ones at times. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, we're talking about a very serious issue, domestic violence and uh, the effects of it. We're talking about Chris Brown and, and Rihanna and people thinking that she's uh, crazy for going back in that situation. But if that person, if you're in love with that person, I know that women tolerate so much um, they want to feel like they can go back and, and, and deal with it. I know you talked about your situation um, yeah. and how you got finally sick of it. You were physically abused and also verbally abused. Mm-hmm. And um, I know for my mom, she was physically abused, and I know that she's still dealing with issues. <laughs> and, you know, I think this is a situation where in, those, in that type of environment, these type of environments, it's learned behavior. It, it definitely is on, learned behavior. On and on and on. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like I said earlier, I watched my stepfather um, physically abuse my mother and, um, of course, myself and my brothers. And as I got older, in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm not going to deal with this. I'm not going to have a relationship like this. And my very first boyfriend was physically abusive. So what you learn at home, you take it into the next phase of your life and as an adult. And I, I, in my mind, of course, I wasn't looking for a person who would abuse me, but you 
are what you attract or you attract what you are and in Physically and, I guess, emotionally, psychologically, I was putting out those vibes that I will tolerate this because otherwise I, I can't understand how I could, after trying so hard to avoid that, I ended up with that. You know, what's funny, you, you said that that's what you attract. Yeah. Because your mom was in an abusive relationship. Exactly. You know, and it's so funny, women who grow up, or little girls who grow up in that type of environment look for men that... Or something like subconsciously look for men. Well, not look subconsciously. Subconsciously, mm-hmm. they do because that's what they're attracted to. Right, level, right. You know what I mean? You're in your mind. You're thinking, "This is the person I want because he's this way and he's that way." But then, in fact, when you really look at it, he's just like what you're not looking for. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. And I also want to clear up a, a thing about domestic violence. I hate when the way. People are labeling this Chris Brown Rihanna situation as domestic violence. Domestic means household in the house. They weren't. It, it was. It's a. It's an unhealthy, violent relationship, but it's not technically domestic violence. And I feel bad that they're being labeled with that um, that harsh term when this is obviously a, a dispute between two young people that really, really got blown out of proportion. And and, and right now, it's damaging his career. It puts a black mark on her because she's this weak person who apparently is going back to someone who's abusing her. This poor boy has been dropped uh, with endorsements. Regley's dropped him uh, from their, their ad campaign. And there's no telling what other ramifications that may come about this whole situation. So one night, a couple of hours in one night, is literally destroying one career and, and putting marks on the other because they're kids and they lost control. And I, that's where I think that Someone needs to mediate the situation so that these people and their life that they have built is not tarnished anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree uh, with that with that with that statement. That um, it definitely, I think, I, I do think that Chris Brown can rebound from this. Uh, oh, I hope so. I, I hope so. I, I, I think, think he's, he's a decent young man who just made some really bad decisions, and yeah. we've allowed other celebrities who've done worse to get off and rebound. So this is first offense, and not not I'm not defending what he did. I'm defending him as a person. Mm-hmm. No, I I totally agree. I I think that he should be, you know, uh, seek counseling and fall off the face of the, of the earth for a few months, you know, yeah. and and come back and and admit to the fact that you lost control and that you're seeking counseling. And mm-hmm. and again, instead and not of just people, on email or, or a yeah, but people shouldn't shouldn't beat him down. They should, you know, embrace the fact that he realizes that he made a mistake. And people do lose control. You know, let me let me ask you this. You know, you being a mother and all, mm-hmm. uh, what are you going to tell Eric? You know, when he's falling in love with a little girl and. Teaching him about the birds and the bees. I have my own perspective, but you being the mother, what are you going to say to him? Well, for one, I tell him now, Eric, you cannot hit on girls. Girls are are not as strong as you are, and as you know, Eric is a strong little three year old. He, oh, he can He's hit kid. you and bring tears to your eyes if he catch you off guard. So. I always tell him he can't hit little girls because he's so rough he can hurt them. Now he does this thing where if, if you're like two inches shorter than him, he's rubbing your head, making you feel like a puppy because he thinks you're a baby. But um, I have to try and explain to him that what he, what, where he is in his strength, no one else is. Like He's been in, in the school that he's in now 
since he was seven months old, and the kids that he's been growing up with since he's been there, he's surpassed almost in light years in height and weight from them. They're, I, I can't even, they look like they're three. He looks like he's five. Mm-hmm. So I always stress to him that, Eric, you can't be so rough. You have to be gentle with certain people until um, you're defending yourself in a way where you have no other choice. And he always tells me, Mommy, I don't mean to hit you. Mommy, I don't, and he doesn't. He, he's trying to explain to me he doesn't mean to do the things he does. He just can't help it because he's still such a young person yeah. that he's not in control of his emotions or his, his strength. And, I, again, I try to explain to him, Eric, you need to be gentle. Mm-hmm. Definitely you don't hit women. When uh, you and I and, and him are wrestling and, and I tell him you're hitting too hard, he immediately apologizes because, again, he doesn't understand. And... I will tell him until he's an, an adult and passing that you cannot hit women. That's just not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Mommy would never stand for it. If we have a girl, she would never stand for it. Your cousins, you, you do not watch a girl get hit, and you do not hit on a girl. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and when Eric does get to that age where he's dating, you know, 17, 18 years old, <laughs> it's going to be, you hit a girl, I'm going to hit you, and then we'll talk. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's the bottom line, because... It, that won't be tolerated, and I, and I think that um, you know more men, uh, especially uh, black men, need to sit with their sons and tell them or show them what it's like to be a man and handle difficult situations um, with women because women, you know, they have a tendency to be emotional. I agree. They fly on the whim, and they they hey they'll they'll start it. <laughs> you know. Well, now let me ask you this: Since you said if if Eric was to hit another woman, you're going to hit him. Here we have another debate: Do you prevent violence with violence? Now, do you think by hitting him and teaching him that you don't hit women, does that send the signal that uh, women are the one that that made you get in trouble? Women are the reason for your pain. Women are are the reason why you're hurting right now. Why your dad is hitting you? Um, should you retaliate on someone, take it out on that person? No, no, I'm not taking anything out. My my thing is this. If you want to hit on the woman, no, you want to hit on the man. So if you want to hit, let's hit a man first. Mm -hmm. Let's let's show, you you hit me. Okay, because that's where the battle is won. If you Mm -hmm. want to be a man, you hit on another man. And that's my point to my son. You don't put your hand on the woman. Only cowards do that. And I don't raise cowards. I agree. So you want to hit a woman? No. You want to hit a man? Let's hit. Let's fight. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to see the real deal of what it's like. Other right. than that, I'm going to teach you and show you how you deal with a situation that a woman's hitting on you. You go the other way. Right, right. Because you will never win, regardless if she started or not, even if you are defending yourself. Mm-hmm. Hey, use your legs, run. She can't catch you. She <laughs> catch you, you deserve to get beat down. You know, because that's the bottom line, because the thing is, is this. I mean, unless, of course, he's fighting for his life, uh-huh. you know, you got to defend yourself. But if it's a situation where uh, I'm checking your, uh, your, your, um, your emails and, oh, this little girl sent you a love letter saying how <laughs> cute you are, pow in the mouth, you know, come on, man. But if, it's, if, you're, if you're fighting for your life, now nah, you're going to fight tooth and nail for your life. Mm-hmm. But he's going to understand the difference. So, so therefore, there will never be an issue where he's out there in public and some girl steps on his shoe, mm-hmm. he spits in her face. 
Oh, you see that from time and time again with these athletes in the club, and it happens. Oh. You know, the girl picks up a $5 bill, which is her in the face. Disrespectful. I'm not going to tolerate that. Right. That's due because a lot of black men or a lot of young men today, they don't have their fathers in their lives. And it's not necessarily their, their fault. And a lot of times women get in these situations with boyfriends who treat them disrespectfully, who hit on them, and that's all that they see. So instead of attacking just the the cut, so to speak, that needs surgery, mm-hmm. let's go to the surgery. Let's let's prepare pre- prepare surgery and go deeper into the wound and start it from inside out. Versus I agree. Outside. I agree. You know, and that's what people have got to understand. I uh, completely uh, now and totally I'm agree. Soapbox. You got you talking about my boy? I got hey, I got. <laughs> No, no, no. Your boy is fine. He loves girls. (laughs) Yeah, he does. He's a good kid. He really is. You know, speaking of relationships, you also have um, a uh, a wonderful book, you know, not just about domestic violence, but just about women. Right, right. Player hate her, how to avoid the beat down and live in a drama-free world. Talk about your book because, you know, just in relationships, this is not just about domestic violence between a man and woman. Mm -hmm. It's about... Self-respect and respect for human beings alike, men, women, and women, men and men. Just, just talk about your book real, real briefly, and, and where you can get it, and just the impetus behind creating the book. Mm-hmm. Well, the book is available in all stores, um, Amazon.com, PlayerHateHer.com. The book is available everywhere. It's called Player Hate Her. How to Avoid the Beatdown and Live in a Drama-Free World. As you know, I co-wrote the book with Katrina Chambers, my best friend, your assistant, and we came up with that concept after spending a, a vacation in the British Virgin Islands and just literally being there miserable and talking about every woman we saw. We realized that it wasn't them that we were mad at. It was us because we had weight issues. We didn't have a man. She couldn't find a proper job out of college. I was having problems in my group. I was just, we were miserable as yeah. people, and we decided to take well, it hey, out. Wait, babe, hold that thought. Every yeah. time you hear the music, that means we're going to go to a break. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a little bit more about your book, more okay. about domestic violence, and just relationships general how people can get along can we all just get along we come back in two Hmm. minutes Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. 
business. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. It's pretty scary, but I don't let it rattle me. It's pretty me. scary, Ryan, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to I'm get me. I'm always wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com you're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. That's right. This is live and not Memorex, so you can call in at any point in time or IM me at radio by George at yahoo.com. And I am on with my lovely wife, Tamara Johnson George. We're talking Woo-hoo! about the topic of domestic violence and really about relationships overall. And before we went to the break, you were just briefly talking about your, your well written book. <laughs> Thank I think you, it's honey. one of the best sellers. Um, is it a best seller yet? Not quite yet. It's selling, but not best-selling. Well, people, you can make it a best-seller if you go out and get it because it's truly an interesting uh, read. Just kind of talk about it. It's called what again, babe? Player Hate Her, How to Avoid the Beat Down and Live in a Drama-Free World. And it's basically about women and all of the cat fights and, and arguments that we have between one another that holds us back. And as I said earlier before, women are very emotional beings. And mm-hmm. this Huh? No, go ahead. I just said I, just, I agreed with you. Right, and, Very and emotional. this book just kind of helps you challenge, channel those emotions, so that we don't think so irrationally during uh, stressful situations. The stressful situations can be so much less stressful if we can just clear our minds and think about it before we respond, or or just just be able to work through situations calmly. Mm-hmm. It, it just helps so much, and I believe that part of the the. Uh, situation with Chris and Rihanna is that there was a very emotional woman in that car with a very hot and heated man, and when you got an angry man and an emotionally uh, charged woman, you won't get something like you got three weeks ago. And it's, it's just so. So, if Rihanna were to read your book, what would she have taken away that she could apply apply to that her to herself in the situation? I believe, from what I understand, Rihanna saw a text message that set her off. If if she was to have not thought emotionally about it, she would have sat there and saw this text message and thought, this man is very popular. He's one of the hottest uh, artists out right now. 
but he's with me. So anyone else that's trying to get at him has to go through me. I'm not mad at him. This girl uh, uh, is texting him. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not mad at her. She's texting him. She got his number from him. So she needed to calmly have a discussion with him opposed to hitting the roof, throwing the phone, Again, thinking way too emotionally and blowing the, the situation out of proportion. And again, I'm not saying that it's her fault that it happened, but there could have been a way for her to avoid what happened had she thought differently. So real briefly, talk about an example in your book, how you dealt with certain situations, when you dealt with some women, because I know, I, I don't think that you can separate, well, this is a situation with man, a man and woman or woman. It's, it, it's, it's universal. It is a very universal. Pro- it's a cylindrical uh, thing. It's not just okay, it's linear man, woman, woman. It's. It, I think it deals with the with the individual. So talk about uh, in your book um, where you kind of deal with these issues personally. Well, in the book, there's a chapter where I talk about you and I and and our beginnings as a couple. It wasn't always sweet and peachy keen for me because I've had websites dedicated to bashing me because of you. You're cute, but I mean, really? <laughs> and there would be times when we would go out. And remember the time when we were in, in the club in New York with Marilyn? Uh-huh. And women would intentionally disrespect me by coming up to you in my face and trying to talk to you, which led to a, a club ball, club uh, ball, brawl. Which was really embarrassing. It was very embarrassing. So and I didn't, uh, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I have a disclaimer and say I didn't swing? <laughs> it wasn't uh, me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I remember that. But I say all that to say I had to sit back and think, here I am with, with this man who is one of the hottest NFL players right now. He's not only gorgeous, but he can actually play football and is very well known from that. I'm not the only one that finds him attractive. I am the only one that can say I'm his girlfriend, which gave me enough confidence to say, love him as much as you want. Reach for him. Try to. But I'm so confident in myself that I know he's not going anywhere. So I don't have to panic when his phone rings and I don't see the number. I don't recognize that number. I don't have to panic if um, somebody wa- some girl walks up to him in a club and tries to disrespect me, I feel like she's a stupid one. You're sitting here seeing him with his girlfriend, and you choose to degrade yourself by thinking you can take him from me at that point. Wow. And, I, you know, I chose to use a I... rational mind and po- opposed to an emotional mind, whereas when I was younger and I was living in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. I probably would have bashed her first and then oh, said I should have done that. There you go. <laughs> See, that's... See, you can't you can't be doing that if you're going to try to mentor to Rihanna about <laughs> bashing somebody in the face first and talking later. I mean, but you know what? You know, it's a situation like you said. I think it had we're seeing um, youth written all across the situation. Oh, definitely. And by no means do I do I think um, uh, Chris Brown should get a mulligan. I don't believe in that, but I do think people should understand where he's at, his youth. Um, his career, what's going on in his mind, and learn from it. Right, and also just think, these two, again, are two uh, very big celebrities, and I'm sure that they knew that something like this would definitely destroy them. So it wasn't their intention to go out and be the baddest, the hottest, the worst uh, topic of the news for the next Mm -hmm. three weeks. It's just something that happened that got way blown out of proportion, but they need to sit down and work it out with a mediator, with parents, with with some kind of counselor, if they're going to move forward together so that this won't happen again. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. Um, You know, and for men out there listening to this show today, 
I would definitely recommend that you go out and get this book because this is not just a chick book. This is no. an excellent read for any man that wants to understand women and how they think. Oh, yeah. And that way, if you know how a woman thinks, it's no different than me getting the playbook on Monday, you know, when I used to play football. And knowing the, the intricacies, the weaknesses, the strengths of a particular team, that way you, if you read this book, you get those strengths, the weaknesses, understanding a woman, how they operate. And if you knowing that, you'll know what buttons to push and how to back off and how to deal with the situation better, not be an expert at it because no man is an expert at dealing with women because they're, they're always changing and they're very emotional beings. So you just have to understand that you've got to make sure you know how to move. And the, the, the favorite word, the, the, the safest word you can say to a woman is yes. 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 You're right. Yes. Yes. Honey, do I look good in this outfit? Yes. you With learned, dinner honey. good tonight, babe, even though the chicken was dry? Yes. <laughs> it was great. You know, it was, everything is yes. And you Are you happy? Yes. You know, <laughs> men just starting to breathe and say yes. <sighs> you know, so that's, that's what I would recommend, but... Uh, once again, I think we're coming up on our last uh, two minutes, babe. Okay. And, uh, you know, I want to thank you for coming on. we got some great messages out there. In fact, we have another IM, um, and this will be our last one for the day before we head off until next week. She says, how do you get a prideful, strong, intelligent, true definition of a man to go to counseling? Oh, you can just ask him. You ask him and you ask him and you ask him until he goes. If he's very prideful, you're going to have to chip away at that pride until he breaks down and says, I'm going to go because I need this and I want to do it for my family or for whoever I I feel like I'm hurting. Mm -hmm. Just keep asking. Well, you know what? He's not going to go until he's ready to go. Exactly. And You You know, so you can put the writing on the wall. The question is, is, how long are you going to deal with it? And if you have to leave in order for him to get himself together, then that's what you have to do because it's not truly leaving. Mm -hmm. You have to stay far enough away so that person can grow and evolve, and that's what you're doing. At the end of our hour, uh, babe, I want to thank you for coming on today. I know that you are so busy doing what you're doing um, with the baby and all and doing your other stuff I can't go into. I want to thank everybody for, for chiming in today that I and me on this great topic. Um, once again, we'll be on next week, same hour, same place. And, yes, we will be live. I can guarantee you that. I have to go to Philadelphia for my, my grandmother's birthday party on Monday, but I will be back talking about that and some great topics. Eddie George, and I'm out. Peace. you have enjoyed this week's episode of Radio by George. If you have a question or comment for Eddie and just can't wait until next Monday, you can email him at info at radiobygeorge.com. Selected emails will be read on the air so your voice can be heard worldwide. Be sure to listen live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. See you next week.